Good morning. Hello everyone. This is Pip Coleman coming in to do the Find Your Soul show. And today we're going to be continuing our conversation about who am I? And I changed my mind this morning <laughs> slightly about what I was going to talk about because I was reading the wonderful Brené Brown, reading her book, <clears throat> The Gifts of Imperfection. And of course, the perfect um, paragraph came up, which was exactly what we needed to talk about today and uh, in relation to who am I. And she was talking about fitting in as compared to belonging and the difference between those two things. And it speaks to being your authentic self or changing yourself to suit other people, <clears throat> which I thought was very interesting because that is something that a lot of us do. And why would we do anything else? We don't know anything else. So welcome to the show. If you're out there, say hello. I have you up on my computer as well so that I can see your comments because sometimes on my phone I can't see comments. <clears throat> but I have just refreshed <laughs> I've just refreshed the um, the video in um, the on my computer. So I think, uh, hey Michelle, I see you. And uh, as I say, <clears throat> Today, we're going to be talking about fitting in as compared to belonging. So how are you feeling this morning? Are you feeling like you are trying to fit in or are you tr truly feeling like you belong in your life, in your space, in your community, in your family? That's a really interesting question because <clears throat> when I was thinking about it this morning, one of the things that has been coming up in, in my family lately over the last few years is that there is a sort of a, there's a way that things have always been done. And so certain people in the family are feeling like they don't want to do things in the way that we have always done it. And so there's been some discussions about the way that people parent, the, the way that we interact with each other when we're, when we're face to face, and the way that we interact with each other when somebody's not there. So <clears throat> you know how sometimes we gossip? <laughs> you know, you and me, us, humans. <laughs> uh, when somebody's not there, it's very easy to get into a conversation about the person who's not there, the, the sibling that's not there, the friend that's not in that moment, in that conversation. And rather than talking about you and what's going on for you and how you are dealing with the world, you, we, <laughs> I, start to talk about what that person has done and how we think, what our opinion is about what that person has done or is doing or whatever. And that whole gossiping thing is really interesting because that is something that we do when we're trying to fit in. 
It's something that we do when we're trying to ingratiate ourselves, I think that's the way you say it, with other people. It's, it's something that we do so that people go, yes, I agree with you, that person is doing blah, blah, blah. And it may, it's a safe way of talking about and feeling like you are in this group, in this family, without actually putting yourself into the space. Does that make sense? <laughs> so, yeah, so that's that was really interesting to me, that, that idea of fitting in. So I wanted to ask you <clears throat> to share in the comments, when have you done something like gossiping or when have you tried to fit in with a group and, ha and not really been your true authentic self? Um, maybe it was in high school, that's when we usually trying to fit in. <laughs> um, I know that I did that in lots of different groups in high school. Maybe it is currently with your family, like when you're with a big group of people, sometimes it is challenging to be completely yourself if the group is wanting to you to be a particular way. And I know that when we do like family reunions, things like that, people will say, oh, you know, what are you doing now? And it's more about them finding out whether or not they're better than you or whether you're better than them, than it is about working out how to interact with you this time um, in an authentic way. Uh, that's the, there's only a few people in my life that ask me that question of, how are you, what are you doing right now? So that they can go, aha, oh, okay, so Pip's running a business now and she's doing really well and she doesn't have a partner at the moment and so this is this is where she's at like this is this is where she's at and so we're going to have this conversation whereas some people will go where are you at now <clears throat> and they'll be like oh okay so i'm doing really well you know our ego steps in is what i'm saying <laughs> our ego tends to step in and we're not really being authentic sometimes in our conversations with the majority of people so let me read a little bit to you from Brene Brown that the, the bit that actually um, resonated with me. So she says on page 25 of The Gifts of Imperfection, most of us use the terms fitting in and belonging interchangeably. And like many of you, I'm really good at fitting in. We know exactly how to hustle for approval and acceptance. We know what to wear what to talk about, how to make people happy, what not to mention. We know how to chameleon our way through the day. And isn't that interesting that, um, I think I've done all of those things. <laughs> I've pretty much done all of those things. You know, I've worn the same things as, as my group of friends so that I would fit in. I've talked about the things that they want to talk about so that I would, so they would accept me. I've, you know, what not to mention, <laughs> that's an interesting one. You know, there's certain people that we spend time with where we go, just do the conversation, but don't mention 
that person or that situation or anything about their job, you know, <laughs> because you know that it's going to be a topic that's going to make, make the situation messy or uncomfortable. <laughs> so chameleon our way through the day what a great line that is um because we do we we especially if we're working in a job those of us who are doing that side hustle uh while we're kind of working our way into the spiritual world uh you know maybe you're moving your yourself towards that more um alternative side of life and maybe you want to move more into your spiritual sort of self and be doing something that resonates with your soul a little bit more but you're doing your side hustle i call the side hustle the, the part-time job other people call the side hustle their um passion <laughs> but um i i usually focus on my passion as the thing that i'm doing and uh talk about the the part-time job that i've done sometimes and that i do every now and then as that's my side hustle but I do find myself chameleoning, there you go, that's a new word, chameleoning through the day more when I'm in that space of the part-time job than when I'm in my business and running, uh, doing my coaching sessions, teaching my meditation classes and, and running my Reiki courses, the things that spark that joy and that light within me doing those things I don't feel like I have to be a chameleon I feel like I'm being my true self and more and more over the years I am finding that that is moving into my side hustle and I do find myself talking to people when I'm working at um, you know my part-time job sometimes I will start to talk to them about alternative things you know, they'll ask about a crystal in a piece of jewellery and I'll start going blah, blah, blah. Oh, that crystal's all about, you know, working with your throat chakra and, you know, it's really good to do that because, you know, that aligns, you know, all of your, you know, communications and and the person will go, oh, you know stuff about things. And, uh, and so we start to have a conversation that is not normally in line with the things in that particular shop or workspace and if you're that sort of person where you're really more aligned with your true self and you start to have those sort of woo-woo conversations Michelle would say woo-woo um, in your side hustle in your other job then you know that you're beginning to move into that space of who you really are because you can't help it it's like it just bursts out of your mouth and uh, you know it's, it's an amazing feeling when you start to move into that space of alignment and be who you truly are. And that way you can actually know that you're moving in the right direction. So I can't see any of your comments, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me see if... Welcome to the show. Oh, okay. I'll see if I can see them over here. <laughs> there you go. Oh yeah, hey. Oh, cool. So. <laughs> yeah, Michelle, I knew you would get that about the side hustle being the J-O-B. Um, this is awesome. And good morning to you, Jodie Marie. I'm sorry I missed your comment <laughs> before. I just didn't have it open properly on the computer. So mm, so this is these are my revelations today, this little, you know, aha. Uh -huh. So when we talk about belonging, 
I'll read you another little bit of, of the wonderful Brene Brown. She says, it's so much easier to say, I'll be whoever or whatever you need me to be as long as I feel like I'm part of this. From gangs to gossiping, we'll do what it takes to fit in if we believe it will meet our need for belonging, but it doesn't. We can only belong when we offer our most authentic selves and when we're embraced for who we are. So th that that's really cool. That gave me like little, <laughs> got little tingles when I was reading that. You know, um, we can only belong when we offer our most authentic selves and when we're embraced for who we really are. That's so cool. And, uh, and she gives us a practice she gives you practices in the book, The Gifts of Imperfection. She gives you practices for um, getting into that space of belonging rather than, and she has lots of other practices as well, rather than fitting in. <clears throat> so she says that practicing love and belonging is to begin by always thinking of love as an action rather than a feeling in one way in which anyone using the word, okay, that doesn't make any sense. I'm just gonna read it properly. <laughs> Let me read it properly. So to begin by always thinking of love as an action rather than a feeling is one way in which anyone using the word in this manner automatically assumes accountability and responsibility. So she talks about um, being that loving self, being, being loving to yourself by being authentically you and that's what i got from that that quote so it's it's really important to bring that into your space you know bring that loving yourself into that space and the more that you are loving yourself the more that you will feel more authentic and the more aligned you will be and the easier that it will be for people to 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 maneuver around you if we're always um shifting and changing and chameleoning um, that's my new my new word if we're always chameleoning ourselves <laughs> to fit with other people we're, we're always going to feel like we're resentful there's going to be this underlying feeling of resentment so if you are feeling resentful and a bit angry with the people around you it's probably because you're doing that chameleon thing Jody, <laughs> yes, I love this topic too, and I love that you're going to add another book <laughs> to your reading list because that you're like me and you have your pile of books, which is awesome. So I love that this is really resonating with you girls and guys, anyone who's out there watching this video. It's um, one of the things that I love about Brene is that she has done research and, you know, study around the things that we've always known and you know her her topics are all around shame and vulnerability and I love that she's sort of put them all together into this book and talks about them as those gifts that we have as human beings are actually our imperfections the being authentic bit is the bit where we make mistakes and we are not we're not perfect. Human beings are not perfect. We're fallible. We are, we are not, um, you know, 
these little perfect cutouts. And that's why, just as a side note, that's why I think that the whole, you know, AI, or, you know, or artificial intelligence and the robot um, thing that, that, that people worry about, you know, robots taking over our jobs and things like that. And it really, for me, I feel like I don't think that the human race will let that happen. In, in that, I don't think we can, I don't think we can interact with, with um, something that doesn't have that authentic light. I don't think we can interact on that level for very long and then we're gonna want something more. Yeah, anyway, that's nothing to do with our topic but I thought it was, <laughs> it just came to me just then. So, Jody, great question. How do you step more into your truth and stop chameleoning? <laughs> I can't spell it either. I just made it up today. How do you step more into your truth? Okay, so this is this is exactly what our topic is about. Um, stepping more into your truth is about practicing that intuition, that inner self, that self-love, that in the moment, and in the moment, sometimes it can be hard to um, to not change yourself for that other person, um, whoever that might be, whether it's your partner or your um, your boss or your um, workmates, friends, whatever, family. the The thing that I have found that's most helpful is to spend time every day doing meditation, doing yoga, doing things that center you, things that bring you back to the essential core of who you are. Uh, and the more that you do that, the more that you can bring that presence, that awareness into your daily life. And then you can actually move into the space of being authentic whenever people are around you as well. So what I'm saying is we need to practice that being authentic thing and knowing ourselves absolutely and completely so that when we are alone, we can go, yeah, this is me, this is who I am, this is my authentic self, I know completely you know, where I'm going, what I wanna do, and then we can start to practice moving that into the space of our lives with other people because we can't live on a mountain completely alone and you know we're not going to be by ourselves all the time we're 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 in we interact with people so that's that's what society is all about so unless you're planning on going and you know becoming a hermit and being your authentic self you'll we're going to have to practice this thing out there in the world so the more that you can practice it and be clear about it yourself, the more that you can do it with other people. And I'm not saying that you're going to be great at it all the time because sometimes we're triggered, sometimes we're really emotional and we, we, aren't, we aren't as centered as we could be. So I think that's important to be kind to yourself and to know that we can always get back on track. We can always choose to step back on the path if we lose ourselves, you know, that's why they say if you fall off the wagon, 
you can just get back on the wagon again. Or if you fall off the horse, you just get back on the horse again. You, that's, that's what life's about. It's about being adaptable and changeable. So yeah, it's hard work with family when you're not living in alignment. Yeah, and accepting yourself is a big one, you know? Um, yeah, that's that's awesome, Jody. because that revelation of being accepting and being, and when you, when you've, when you honor and acknowledge who you are and where you are right now, then you are being your most authentic self because the more that we honor and acknowledge where we are, and that's why I really like the tapping, the, the EFT tapping, because if you're feeling particularly emotional, particularly upset, particularly resentful, um, particularly angry, then doing the tapping is really wonderful because you speak your truth, you honor yourself, you accept and love yourself exactly how you are and where you are in that moment and allow yourself to be calm and accepting of that um, by doing the tapping it helps to calm the brain, helps to calm the parasympathetic nervous system so that you can actually be okay with where you are, be loving with yourself where you are. And that is what we need to come back to all the time. So I have a little meditation that I wanted to share with you, a little um, letter to a light worker, which is, um, it's actually written by Rebecca Campbell in her book, Light is the New Black. Um, but I thought it would be nice to um, to finish up with today. So if you would like to, it's relevant to what we've been talking about in terms of our authentic self being our light and uh, that light that is within that we can't hold back. Sometimes it just goes bleep and comes out um, and seeps out through the way that we speak and the way that we act um, and no matter where we are, this is a letter to a light worker. So if you'd like to close your eyes and take a few relaxing breaths in this moment, let's just take a moment to accept and honor where we are, who we are. And as we take these beautiful, relaxing breaths, Settle into your space and feel that loving energy surrounding you. That's your guides, that's your angels, that's your animal spirit guides who are coming in whenever you call them. And so I read to you a Letter to a Lightworker by Rebecca Campbell. I believe that you came into this life with a deep inner knowing of what you were here to do and an inner guidance system to make that happen. Breathing in and breathing out. I'm not talking about a carefully laid out plan which comes with an instruction manual, but rather an unshakable, deep-seated knowing that you're here for a reason. 
and there is a serious work for you to do and the universe will support you in doing it. Breathing in and breathing out. I believe that until you answer this calling, you will always feel as though there is something missing and something you have forgotten. No matter what you use to numb it out, it will be there. The only way to stop the calling is to answer it. Breathing in and breathing out. I believe that your message is so deeply ingrained that sometimes it's hard to realize that everyone else doesn't think like you. They don't. Breathing in and breathing out. I believe that you chose your parents, no matter how hard or soft, rich or poor, light or dark, old or young, present or not, kind or troubled, you chose them. And with this simple selection, you were put in exactly the right place and given exactly what you needed to inspire you to rise up, to rise up into yourself, to rise up into your highest, most authentic self, to take your position. Breathing in and breathing out. I believe that your tragedies, your losses, your sorrows, your hurt happened for you, not to you. And I bless the thing that broke you down and cracked you open because the world needs you open. Breathing in and breathing out. I believe that life lessons are less about getting it right and more about getting it wrong. I believe that you are more on track than you feel, even if you don't feel it, especially if you don't feel it. For the further you get off track, the closer you actually are to abandoning the wrong path and leaping onto the right one. Breathing in and breathing out. I believe that you are closer than you think and more qualified in your message than you could ever fathom. I believe that the things you are here to teach are the very things that you most need to learn and that the best teachers are the ones that struggle the most because they when they get it, they get it with a triple smackdown. Breathing in and breathing out. I believe that the darkness is a birthing process and that in order to find your light, first you need to venture through the shadows of your ego. Breathing in and breathing out. 
I believe that in order to be a light in the world, you first need to come home to who you truly are and then bravely show it to all those around you. Breathing in and breathing out. I believe that you are surrounded by a personal team of angels, guides and teachers, both in this world and beyond, who are so completely devoted to your growth that if you knew you would not spend one more day worrying about things working out. And if you could see things from their viewpoint, each time you'd see a challenge, you would meet it with a cheer. Breathing in and breathing out. I believe in you and us and all of this. And so it is. And so, just take a moment to come back into your space. Feel the feelings that are coming up. Know what you need to know. And as the beautiful Cheryl Richardson says, actually it's Barbara DeAngelis. She says, I am willing to see what there is to see, know what there is to know and feel what there is to feel today. Barbara DeAngelis, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I got a bit emotional there too. Jody, Light is the New Black. The wonderful Rebecca Campbell. That might be another book <laughs> that you need to get to add to your collection. I feel you, lovely light workers and earth angels out there. If you would like to comment below, let me know how you're feeling. And if you missed this uh, session today, feel free to go back and watch the hashtag replay. And we will meet again next week to talk about a little bit more about who am I for the last week of July. And then we'll move on to a new topic. And until then, make sure that you touch base with me at my Facebook page, which is Pip Coleman, Author Coach. Come on over and join me um, to follow what I'm doing. If you'd like to uh, subscribe to my newsletter, you can go to my website, pipcoleman.com and subscribe to my newsletter where I send out little Friday freebies and lovely gifts and uh, this weekend, um, just a little announcement, this weekend, Saturday the 24th of July, I will be doing a Release the Rona Fear meditation at nine o'clock in the morning. If you're feeling that you need to um, let go of some fear, if you're feeling like you're just over it, you're frustrated, 
you're um, just really um, struggling with this whole lockdown, in out, in out, lockdown thing, then uh, join me on Saturday the 24th. Um, send me a message, PM, um, and I will let you know. It is uh, an hour, hour and a half session and we'll be doing, I'll be sending some distance Reiki to everybody in the group. We'll be doing a meditation about feeling safe and we'll have some laughs. We're gonna laugh because it's really important. Laughter is the best medicine. So if you'd like to join me, send me a PM and I will send you the Zoom link and you can transfer your payment to the bank account or you can go to my uh, website, pipcoleman.com backslash store and you can um, get your ticket there and book your spot. I would love to see you. Always a pleasure to be here in the community. I will see you very soon. Bye for now. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Jodie. Bye, Kerry.